have you back. Now, without further ado, here's part two. What we want to talk about today is we want to discuss parenting, um, what comes of that, um, I guess we would say the struggles and the difficulties that come with parenting when, um, would we say a certain obstacle? Would that be a good word? An um, obstacle or a problem presents itself? Uh, I would say obstacles or, yeah. 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 Say obstacle presents itself. So, um, Life I, I'm a father. Yeah. Yeah. Obstacle. When I've hands you a hurdle. Right. You there know. You and it's something that you're not expecting. Yes. You know. There you go. So um I have two kids. Mark has five. Mm, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, right? Yes, five. Um and I just found out recently, um, you found yours out relatively kind of recent, in a sense, or you've been. Oh man, this has been about a um, couple years, maybe. Okay. About a couple years. Okay. I thought you had said that you went there this year. I thought this one kind of like when you found out some more stuff this year. I thought y'all had went. No, nah, it wasn't. It oh, wasn't okay. this year. Oh, okay. yeah, it was a gotcha. few years ago. Okay. I misunderstood you. Now I thought that yeah. was this year when you were saying. Okay. So. My son, who's older, six years old, he was diagnosed with ADHD. And do you want to speak on um, your daughter? Um, my oldest girl, Samara, was um, diagnosed with um, high-functioning autism uh, a couple yeah, a couple years back. Yeah. And the thing is, is us coming up and stuff like that, if we didn't have it, mm-hmm. we don't really know what that is. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you kind of got to look up and see or look into it and see. And almost you kind of have to take it more serious once you find out more information and then just kind of parent differently. So I'll just speak. Uh, you want me to go first or you want to go first? Or? Um, nah, you, you just go. Just talk, man. So me finding that out or whatever, um, I remember, you know, just kind of wondering if it could be that because that was kind of what you know people saying it could be and I've always been skeptical about you know ADHD diagnosis and stuff, especially with some you know and I know sometimes with um, black kids there's stigmas that can come with it mm-hmm. especially when they're diagnosed with that so I've always been worried about that you know but when you're seeing stuff you have to at least understand that there's a possibility of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think that we have that. Uh, I guess parents have that intuition. You know, like I know, I know my kid. You know what I'm saying? I know yeah. something's not something. Is now up, you're optimistic because you understand how good your kid is, or yeah. you understand all that, but you're still kind of okay. You know, and my wife is usually that to where she's kind of seeing it's like, hey, just saying, could be something. You know, me, I'm using it optimistic. You know, trying to look on the bright side of everything, kind of thing. Sometimes maybe in denial to 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 a fault. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So I remember just having issues with class and stuff like that with teacher stuff, and I remember the assistant principal. I know the assistant principal. Uh, been knowing the mm-hmm. assistant principal for years. Went kind of in a sense went to well, went to college together, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Knew each other since middle school. We used to compete like UIL math competitions, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, nerd stuff. So, um, yeah, she straight up told me like she had to go in class with her, and she was like, he couldn't control himself. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, seriously, you know. And I would talk to stuff to him like that, you know, because she afterwards she talked to him and just asked him why, or whatever, you know, and. Like he didn't really know what he was doing or what he was doing wrong. She mm-hmm. was like, "No, I'm serious. He just couldn't control himself. Like he couldn't help it. Mm-hmm. So just seeing how he can kind of be at times and knowing that or whatever, you know. And sure enough, 
the confirmation that being diagnosed with that, you know, um, the way we do homework with them and stuff like that, it, it becomes a challenge now mm-hmm. because here's the reality. He's super smart. Mm-hmm. But with that, there's a hyperactivity that comes with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's also a perfectionism that comes with it. Mm-hmm. And there's also an independence that comes with it. So wants to get it right on the first try. If it doesn't get it right, all hell is broke loose. You know, what was me? The, the world is mm-hmm. spinning around. You know, so that frustration part, you know, of him being like that. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, like as far as with his homework, things of that nature, um, him seeing it. Before and not necessarily really knowing how to work it out and being frustrated about mm-hmm. that, you know, and just kind of like as soon as you see something, just blurring our answers instead of just working through it and stuff like that. So I remember just kind of <clears throat> going through this and just working through this. And, you know, you may want to discipline your child a certain way, mm-hmm. you know, and why are you doing this in class? Blah, blah, blah. You want this, you take all this stuff away and stuff like that or whatever. Or if you discipline or whatever, another way as far as. I, I don't knock spanking like, hey, it mm-hmm. happens. You know, spare mm-hmm. the rise for the child. People mm-hmm. bring that out there. That can mean different things, but some people, I I get it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh, I never spanked my child before. No, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that. I mm-hmm. have, you know. But I am not outrageous beating with it and stuff like that. Not even close right. to it, but still, besides the point. So instead of you know, trying to find a balance of I don't need to discipline that way every time something goes bad, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be, you know, whether it's uh, spanking to take this way, take that away, stuff like that. Like, now that you know this, there needs to be talking that takes place. And that's when I'm finding myself doing more because I'm Understanding that right now he can't help it, mm-hmm. you know. So, me getting mad and taking everything mm-hmm. away from him. No, now if I take stuff away from him, explain why. But hey, man, let's work on this. That's different. This needs to be life less and stuff like that, you know. Oh, he got this at school today. Come in the room, about to tell your butt up. No, 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 no. Like this. Why? Why were you? Why? Why couldn't you stop yourself? Okay, let's talk about this. Here's what you need to do. Like starting to sit down yeah. to explain stuff to him better. Yeah. Because trying to quote unquote spank it out of that nah. Nah. <laughs> that ain't gonna get no. nothing accomplished. You know. I it, it, the only thing I think it'll accomplish it's gonna accomplish something, but I don't know if it's gonna be anything good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It may make the kid grow to resent you or Yeah. You know, it's gonna breed something, you know what I'm saying? For mm-hmm. every action there's a you know, cause and effect, you know. Reaction mm-hmm. is reaction, so um, yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. So what helped me was just starting to look up more stuff like that. And then also, so with nurse practitioners and things like that, behavioral clinics and stuff like that that he goes to, there's a a, a medicine that he's on, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you know some people may feel a certain way about medicines and things mm-hmm. of that nature. I understand, you know, because mm-hmm. I understand how people feel. So I've always been, you know, I've, I I won't say always. It's just I'm always. Cautious of and stuff like that too, but it's kind of like when it comes to that. Me and my wife, we both make the decision, but my wife mm-hmm. is also in the medical field also, so she looks into a lot of that stuff too. Mm-hmm. So some stuff, I trust my wife's judgment on, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like men should do that. And just do the way I'm not gonna be like, well, no, I'm the man in the house. I'm the, 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 this yeah. and that. Or yeah. Nah. yeah, and they have my son tan the school up, you know, right. <laughs> you know, so. Just that and just getting them tested for, you know, different things. Wondering if, you know, it could have been dyslexic at one point. Because, you know, my write a letter back or something like that. But that's kind of common at yeah, his yeah, age. Because yeah. I grew up in Texas. To me, that extra year 
because he just turned sixties in the first grade. I turned seven in the first grade. To me, that extra year helps a lot with maturity, okay. the mind, right. all of that. Right. Texas gotcha. usually the way theirs falls different. Hmm. So that, and then just um, understanding that. Okay. One thing is that I had to learn is that ADHD can be hereditary, mm-hmm. right? So him and his sister are adopted. So if it's something that he could have got this hereditary, you're not the birth parents. Mm. So there's a chance that he could have received that, you know, from his actual birth parents. But then when you sit and think and you remember your interaction with the birth parents, you can kind of see it and be like, okay, yeah, that's possible. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily saying, well, hey, what's wrong with me there? How did that, you know, pass us, you know, it wasn't necessarily us passing it to him. But then also me having to understand that it's going to be different for my little boy as opposed to me. School was super easy for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my son is just as smart as I was mm. just as smart <clears throat> but he has the challenge of his diagnosis mm-hmm. so um, at times it can be a hindrance you know for him as far as in the learning mm-hmm. capacity and stuff like that mm-hmm. for sure and me just trying to have to understand that thing like yo he ain't gonna be like how you were. Right. That's cool. Like yeah. stop comparing stop how comparing. it was yeah. to you. Like no, your situation was different. Mm. Was I a hyper kid? Yes. Was I ADHD? No. You know, I could control it. I can be under control. But school was just easy for me. Mm. Here's the thing. <clears throat> and it took someone so um a big brother in the faith to me. Used to work with my at the plant that I work in now. Mm-hmm. But got another gig doing his thing. He's helped me through a lot of things. He was very instrumental mm-hmm. in my whole coming to Jesus <clears throat> moment. All of that. He's me walking me through a lot of stuff with marriage, with the infertility struggles that me and my wife had over years. Everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I can just go to him about anything. And mm-hmm. and I've helped That's him out up, with man. situations too. Yeah. You know, we can go to each other about anything, you know. And it's crazy because I'm younger than him and he looks at me like a little brother, you know. That's 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 definitely a big brother. And um he was able to learn from me. And I'm talking about, I'm like, you know, 18, 19, 20 years younger than him. But there's some stuff I've helped him with and walked through as far as giving perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> he's pre- appreciated my perspective. But I never knew this. He's ADHD. Oh, really? So the other night I had a conversation with him. And just telling him that because it was on my heart or whatever, man. And, um, you know, I just kind of shared it with some, uh, a few people, you know, just kind of just reaching out to them, you know, just just ringing my heart, man. I just kind of wanted some comfort from friends, you know. So um, this was pretty recent. Yeah, this was this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Th- this whole week. You know? Okay. Not the diagnosis, kind of, I knew the diagnosis, but just kind of how to handle it and stuff like that because I got of how things were happening. Okay. <clears throat> so I reached out to him. I texted him while I was at work. Uh, I was with nice at texting, just seeing. Then uh, he called me. I just talked to him. Then he told me well, I'm, I'm ADHD, so mm. he schooled me on some gang. Like I never knew that about him. Like he broke down mm. a lot of stuff. He was like, because <clears throat> I told him as far as you know, my son he uh he doesn't take tests well right now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do good on tests. And he said I was always bad at tests. He said, I knew the answer whenever they gave me the paper. I just didn't know how to get there. Mm. He said, I see beginning <clears> and end. I don't see the middle. Mm. So I had I struggled with the middle part. Mm. So it's getting the middle part down. Once he told me that, I'm thinking of when my, me and my son do math homework sometimes. And we'll go to the next problem or whatever. If it's a routine, he can kind of figure it out as far as going through the steps. But sometimes he'll look at there and he'll blurt out the answer. Well, wait, how do we get there? And as we're going through the steps... Now he starts getting confused. 
Mm. He already saw that's the a, answer. That's interesting. Yeah. As soon as we started. Mm. But now it becomes harder as you go through the middle. Oh. He sees the beginning and the first. Boom, he sees the ending. Right. He already got the answer. Now it's the middle part that he struggles with. Mm. I didn't know that till that guy explained it to me. Wow. Interesting. Very Because he said, I was terrible at tests. He said, I can look at it and I can tell you what the answer was. Now that I have to go through the steps right as he said, I failed college math because I, I couldn't do the steps. Mm. I knew the answer mm. and I can get to the answer. I just, how do I get to the steps? How do I do the steps? Wow. Yeah. So he explained that to me. Um, so that, um, then he also told me as far as just him jumping for stuff like that. He said, sometimes you could be talking to him He'll look mm-hmm. at you and then just saying like sometimes he's looking right through you, huh? And I'm like, yes. Mm. I'm sitting there talking to him like, hey, right here, focus on me. Mm. And three seconds later, he's looking at something else. He said, because something else grabbed his attention. His mind functions at a higher rate. Right. Than what I'm thinking or what I'm hoping or what I say I'm used to or something like that. His mind functions at a higher rate. So I noticed this too. And I mentioned this to him and he says, Yes. So I said, it seems like my son learns better and it's easier for him electronically than pen and paper. He said, yes. Why? Because electronically, it functions at his rate. It works faster than pen and paper. So think about when they do a learning apps and stuff like that, refreshes fast and stuff like that. Boom, all they got to do is do the answer and stuff like that. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it goes fast. That's how his mind works. It works mm-hmm. at a faster pace or whatever. Mm-hmm. He says he has to learn to slow his mind down. Mm-hmm. That's the tricky thing. So he said what helped him, he said, you know, music industry, he said, you know, the metronome, the tick, tick, mm-hmm. tick, 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 mm-hmm. tick. He said, learn, t- he said to give him a musical instrument so that he can learn and use that metronome. And when he does that tick, 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 he said what it does is it forces you to slow down and learn what you're doing. So he said in the process, when he slows his process down, he'll start slowing down his schoolwork, slowing down his homework, things of that nature, and it'll help him apply the steps and go through the steps better. He said also, because I said as far as his frustration and rage sometimes, because he gets so mad at himself, he gets mad at everything because he's not doing his homework right, he get mad at him, he might bog his fists up, stuff like that. He said also what's going to help him, he said, put him in martial arts. And I thought about this before, but that's what he said. He said, put him in martial arts. He said, um, it's going to be good for him. Um, it's going to teach him to control his anger. Hmm. You know, martial arts has always been mm-hmm. good for that. But he said, it's going to be good for him. It's going to teach him to, you know, control his anger and not be so upset and things of that nature. So the wisdom and game that he was giving me about all this, you know, I'm just sitting here just soaking it all in, just, you know, Thinking about my little boy and stuff like that, and it's like every time we kind of face with these issues or whatever, you know, I try not to make myself get discouraged, mm. you know. Yeah. But just hearing him tell me this stuff, you know, it is like okay, this is just it's it's a roadblock, it's an obstacle, but it could be worked around, you know, it can't be worked around. Now, also this, Mongo boy saw trauma at a very young age. Mm-hmm. He was abused as a kid. Mm. So he experienced trauma and he saw trauma from his parents. Mm. So that sometimes at his age, he should not remember stuff right. from when he was a year old, when he was 18, crazy. you know, yeah. 12 months, you know, 14 months. He shouldn't. Mm. Sometimes he still remembers stuff from then. It's crazy. Wow. Yes. So that memory's supposed to be gone in the at least an imprint. Yeah. Trauma. Yeah. So he still remembers stuff and recalls some stuff sometimes. He still remembers his uh paternal grandmother. Mm. You know, and when she passed. You know? That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So <clears throat> he still remembers that. You know. So just that sometimes then the 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 physical stuff that he saw, you know. And the stuff that he went through 
that sometimes incites rage in him too or whatever, you know, that puts some rage in him just the stuff that he had been through and stuff like that and so So my thing was to always make him feel loved, always make him feel comforted, you know. Um, I never forget the time when, um, when the issue we needed got taken away. And uh, mm-hmm. they called us for the placement. You know, my wife was at work, but she called me. This is when we were fortunate time, you know, because okay. that's how we got to adopt. But uh, so called, I said, I said, we really want a little kid, you know, a baby, but hey, this is what you want to do and ride with you. Oh, brought, brought him over, stuff like that. I was at work night or whatever. She said, so the open door over there, boom, brought him in over there. First thing he did was grab her and hug my wife, you know, mm. and come to a hard, you know, that kind of thing. So I think he stepped inside our home at the time. You know, it was at the other house, the one in West okay. Lake, and we stayed there. I think he stepped inside home, and I think he felt a sense of peace wow. and calmness. Come on. You know. Up, and then man. that's the thing sometimes is to uh, help him with that as far as peace of calm. Like, he was doing well in soccer, but then these last two soccer games, he didn't do too, too well. Like, his anger frustration was getting in the way. And other little kids was, you know, fussing mm-hmm. at him. Turn, kick, don't kick the ball about all this type of stuff. I'm like, look, shut up, y'all doing stuff. Too. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to help him work past that. And he was getting so discouraged upon. Like, I don't want to do soccer anymore. I'm done. You know, that kind of thing. But just the frustration and the rage getting to him, and me trying to help him walk through him. But even explaining it to him then, I did okay, but I know I can do better now. Mm. You mm-hmm. know. I know I can do better now That's what's up, as far bro. as fussing. Cause I, I learned some stuff this past week as far as I'm not proud of how I may have went about it. It may have worked in that moment. You know, I know I'm not even talking about from a physical standpoint or anything like that. I'm just saying there's some ways I could have explained it to him even more and mm. broke it down even more and been more patient and maybe more soft-spoken and loving with him so he can grasp it and get it. Mm. You know, I, I do decent at it. But I could have been better. Up, and I always look at it at the end. Yeah. Of the fact of being like, man, I could have did better. I could have did better. So it's just that struggle, you know. But I'm thankful for, I'm going to say his name, Reggie Jenkins or whatever. That's awesome, uh, bro. Big brother. Yeah. Uh, I call him Jink, you know, all that. Yeah. But I'm thankful for him. I'm super thankful for him because I'm even thankful that God put it on my heart to reach out to him because I really needed that comfort that day. Of course, my comfort is supposed to come from the Lord. Yes. It's yeah, he, it's no denying he that. He comforts right? through others too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I felt like I needed the comfort of of a friend who could possibly help me. Right, right. You know, just kind of help me understand that situation better, you know, because I personally didn't feel like um I'm not sure what kind of comfort I was looking for, you know, and stuff like that. But, you know, just hearing different voices and stuff like that was okay. Some of the comfort, I'm going to be honest, I did not, I did not receive. It, I did not receive the comfort that I was hoping I was going to receive, you know, I think from it's, others um, that I reached out to. But that was the comfort that I needed because it helped me. It, it's hard, man. Because um, I think a lot of times, I know we feel um, alone, you know, because nobody knows your struggle like you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you're going to feel that. Um, and you're going to talk to people and you may feel judged, you know, because um, I think people have a hard time being empathetic, you know. Um, so it's a very it can be a very lonely place when you feel like nobody, you know, nobody else is going to understand what we're going through with my with my kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because kids, everybody's kid is unique and, and different. And you know what I'm saying? So those are there are those complexities, but um, it can be a, a very lonely place. And me and my wife, I mean, we we struggle with it, man. Just like man, we feel like a lot of times that people um kind of downplay your what you're going through, you know, kind of like, well, my kid did this, my kid did. I'm like, it's not the same. My kid's going through something entirely different. I but hear, uh, I hear that your you kid know. did this. I hear that your kid did that, and I understand, you know, some of the stuff normal. Some of the stuff can be encouraging, but some of the stuff is like. But nah, this is this is a little different. And yeah, you know. Alright, so what you about to hear right here, um, I would say it's a moment of I guess honesty, 
uh, transparency, kind of raw emotion. Um, so basically it's just me just kind of just um, not having a filter right here and just kind of letting out my emotions about how I was feeling. Um, and you know, sometimes that's good um, to be able to have that platform or just have that ability, um, have that moment to just kind of speak your mind through raw emotion, you know, um, but sometimes, um, it could possibly be damaging, just depends on the scenario, and, um, if you may have interpreted something wrong, you know, so, um, sometimes it's best to have opportunities where you can talk things out, talk things out with people, talk things out with friends, and, I ended up having that opportunity and having that moment and it helped me a lot more, you know? Um, sometimes when we receive messages from people, um, especially if it's through text, sometimes you don't necessarily know intent. You don't know uh, motive. Um, and a lot of times things can get lost in translation. Um, and I think that's what happened here. Um, because things were more so assumed than necessarily, um, you know, work through and talk through to get better understandings on both sides. So um, I'm not mad at the transparency moment at all because it's just me showing raw emotion, you know. But I'm glad that I was able to talk it through and sort it out, you know, because friendships are those bonds you know, that you just never want to give up if you don't have to, you know. But it just goes to show sometimes it's best to talk things through with people, you know, whether it's through voice or face-to-face. -face. I understand we're in this generation with texting rules. You know, everything is text, text, message, message, DM, DM. I get all that. But sometimes it's best to have a face-to-face -face convo where you can see the person's face, you can look at their facial expressions, the inflections of their voice, things of that nature, you know, or over a phone. That way it can be sorted out better and come to a better understanding. And I'm glad that I did that, you know. And I'm glad that God allowed that opportunity as well. Because I wasn't getting the answers that I wanted, you know, or what I was looking for, you know, um, I think that God was showing me some things through that process of like, hey, ultimately still trust me, still rely on me, you know. At the same time, he had to calm me down and, hey, take some time, but you could be looking at it the wrong way. And the reality was is a way that I was looking at it wasn't necessarily the intent of the person, you know. So I was kind of looking at it the wrong way. So um, I'm glad for the moment because I know it's going to make me stronger, uh, make me bigger, make me a better person. So I'm thankful for the moment. I'm not knocking the moment at all. You know, sometimes we just go through these things. So that's why I feel like communication is important. So that's why, you know, you see me and Mark on these podcasts, stuff like that, just talking through things and talking through stuff, you know, because those things are important of being able to just talk, conversate, work through these things. So, yeah, that's pretty much that in a nutshell. So these situations happen. People go through them all the time. I'm not the first one to go through this. I won't be the last, you know. This ain't my first rodeo going through this. And it probably won't be my last, you know. But just communicate, talk through things. So to all my friends out there, hey, you already know what the deal is, man. I love you, you know. And this is just one of these moments where I'm just having a transparent moment, you know, because I kind of hold stuff close to the vest, you know, and don't talk about it too, too much. But these are one of those moments. So other than that, man, y'all just listen in, enjoy. Maybe you can get something from it. But I know you'll be able to relate and feel what I'm going through. And that's pretty cool. I know that prayer works. Yeah. But also there needs to be prayer. There needs to be supplication and action as well. Mm-hmm. 
when someone is needing help in that manner or is kind of needing just kind of some comfort to be honest with you the the extra preacher or the over religious answer ain't gonna work never works dude ain't gonna work in that time it don't it don't It never does, man. I've made the mistake of making over religious answers and stuff like that in the past. I definitely don't do that anymore because I'm trying to put All myself right, in a yeah. position. So how do I comfort this person? Yeah. And my thing is, is I don't need that over religious answer. Mm. I don't. All the cliches and I, like, I don't. None of that. I don't need that. You know what I found has been like comforting because there's a lot of times people don't. I'm not expecting everybody to understand what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. But I do expect you to, I guess, people to, we desire people to listen. Mm-hmm. And even if, if you don't have an answer, I'm not expecting you to give me an answer. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been most encouraged by people who have listened and prayed it, and prayed with me. You know, like, let's pray. pray and let's if pray, you ask you more know. questions, like you want to know more. Ask questions like you want to know. If yeah, I like, present, you don't if have I to bring, have an answer. I, we don't have to have an answer, people. Yeah. You don't, if I bring this know, problem to you. You don't have to have an answer, bro. And you automatically go into an over-religious answer. I feel like you didn't yeah. hear what I just said. Right. Like, you either didn't hear what I just said or you heard it and you did not care. So this is yeah. your closest and easiest way to hurry up and abandon talking about this. Or abandon having to give me for you know further comfort or stuff like that. And it's like, okay, cool. I would rather a different answer than that. <clears throat> I would much rather you be like, I'm not sure, and I ain't got the answer. Bet, bet, uh, yeah. Let's go, for real. And it's bet. Good. Why can't we be honest, man? We can. I yeah. think it's just that pride. We feel like we have to. I don't need your over religious answer. <laughs> I don't need you to make up some answer. Yeah. Well, am I like? Oh, I'm man, already I praying. Just, I don't need you to tell me that. Yeah. Sometimes I just need to feel somebody loves me, man. Yeah. You know, I just need you to just pray with me to cry. Weep, weep, weep. I mean, the Bible talks about uh, weep, mourn with those who mourn, weep with those who weep, man. That's a, yeah. com- you know what I'm saying? That's a command, bro. Like, mm-hmm. if we know how to do that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, are we too busy trying to fix, fix everything? Yeah. We're trying to fix every situation. Like sometimes, man. And we understand that we live in a fallen world. So these things happen. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's not God's fault. That these things happen mm-hmm. this is just what happens just because mm-hmm. you had a different childhood or you might have not been a certain way doesn't necessarily mean your kids won't have obstacles yeah that doesn't necessarily mean anything bad you god still yeah. loves them the same they're still fearfully and wonderfully made yeah because um i don't know honestly dude i'm listening you talk and describe some of the things that your son is doing a lot of that, dude, compares to my my daughter does a lot of that. So okay, just by so do you want to do hey, you want to kind of go into your spiel about your daughter right now? Is it not um, you? Oh, it might not be. Much. I don't know. It's just I just wanted to say that is she, I was is in, she I hyper? Was in, huh? Is she hyper? I think she has a um some ADHD because everything okay. you explain, I'm like, mm, that's my daughter. Okay, maybe she got the wrong diagnosis. <laughs> I'm like, everything you just said, like, help mm-hmm. me. If you're a mm-hmm. conversation with Jink. Yeah, it's like man, I could use that. Nah, it's I some, feel it's like stuff my daughter's mind is when always I tell you he, racing. Like, when I, I tell like, you the stuff he told me to make, uh-huh. see their mind can't shut off. It's hard for their mind to shut off. I feel medication, about my girl. Certain medication helps it, you know, because it helps them slow down, focus, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, when their mind clicks on, it clicks on. Here's the thing about my son: it's no set time when he's gonna wake up. He went to my mom's house other night because they were out of school. He woke up at three thirty. When his mind shuts on, it's a wrap. When his mind finally shuts off and he gets to sleep, well, he gets to sleep. But there's like, no certain way. When we, his mind clicks on, it's hard yeah. for him to shut off. Because we have a struggle. I mean, and we give my daughter like supplements like um, melatonin. We try to. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we give yeah, to help us sleep. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. other than that, man, it would be her. She's gone. I mean, her mind is. Um, Constantly moving, I think, constantly mm-hmm. engaging, constantly, constantly, and it's hard for just relax, you know, slow down. And I'm, I feel that, dude. I feel like my she goes through the same things, bro. Um, as a parent, it wasn't hard enough, you know. What I'm saying I, I understand, dude. It's a struggle. And mm-hmm. what well, another thing I struggle with is seeing, I guess, comparing my my children or my daughter to other people's kids who are just yeah. at the same place in life, the same age, and who are yeah. seemingly, you know. 
mature and doing yeah. things that my daughter is. Here's another thing too though. That's a struggle. Because they were gonna want to do like some some school tests, extra tests and stuff for um school, right? Mm-hmm. I had to put my pride aside, right? Because of course, like I said, it was super easy for me. It was different for me. Special ed isn't what it used to be whenever we were in school. You remember the stigma that came with special ed? The short bus, all that type the of stuff or whatever. Yeah. Then my mom, she used to work um so in Orange they had a special education center, like an actual department or whatever. What they had to do all it wasn't no students there, it was all adults, but <clears throat> she would have to do like the paperwork and administration and all that stuff for it or whatever. So that's how she started to find out more about it or whatever. And especially after we graduated, like the stigma started to leave. But sometimes for a special ed, it's like, no, this kid may need extra time to finish the work. That doesn't mean it's, it's we it, automatically it assume special ed was special mental ed. retardation. Yes. No. This I kid totally, I, has, I, I a, this, yeah, has, yeah. A, has um, a bit of a um, diagnosis. I'm not going to say disability. More so right. of a diagnosis in the sense that they have an obstacle. So they just need 10 more minutes or 15 more minutes, 30 more minutes. So that's why they have to go there. Or what my son is, better interaction, he's not great in classroom settings because he's such a people person, such an extrovert. And the first time I met your daughter, it's, she came over here, she was a people person, extrovert, she, something like that. She would do here's what in she classroom go, settings. Here's yeah. what she's mm-hmm. good at, one-on-one. Mm-hmm. My son, whenever he's over there with my mom, and my mom got these workbooks, stuff like that she got to work on with, aces everything because she makes mm-hmm. him slow it down and it's one-on-one. He's not competing with anybody. He's not saying who's finished first. Do I need to hurry up and do this? He's not rushing through it. She's telling him, no, mm-hmm. you're going to take your time. Mm-hmm. So probably the same thing with Samara. Yeah. Oh, ma'am, take your time. Because what you tell me right now, I'm telling you, in a classroom setting, dog, you'll be sitting there calling like, yo, what's up, my kid? I just don't see how my daughter would thrive in a, and flourish <laughs> in a classroom setting. I mean... That's all. I, I guess I'm I'm happy that we are homeschooling her, you yeah. know, because I think it'll it'll definitely work out, you know, in her favor. Yeah. Um, because they put her in a classroom setting, they would probably put her. She would go straight to special ed, I, I think, and then she would be hindered and probably, and yeah. you know. And there's nothing. It just depends on who the teacher is. Nothing necessarily. Like we said, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing too is, cause she, when she was here, she just enjoyed being around she, people. Yeah. And that's the thing. She's, Sometimes yeah. is, man, I ain't worried about the school she, right now. I got people, she's man. Not, she wants to be a kid and <clears throat> do what kids do. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm like, so I would say just look into some of that because I said it. It could be. I'm not saying it is, but there's a chance with some of the stuff I shared, which it could be, you know, ADHD, especially with the hyping and stuff like that, like her mind and stuff like that, and just the mm-hmm. questions and stuff yeah. like that. Because I'm, I'm does she play of, video games or games at oh, all? Oh, she has a tablet. That she she cold in it, right? Yeah, she loves super cold in it, yeah. right? Yeah. Anything she get on there, like technology, because yeah. that's her mind works mm-hmm. at a super fast. If she's dead, her mind works at a super super fast pace, dog. Mm-hmm. So she has to have stuff that keeps up with how her mind works. Right. And it's hard for because her mind stays busy, yeah. like. <clears throat> Sure, I could work on this at one time, but like, so like my little girl over there, but she's playing with a doll. She's doing this and stuff like that. She may, you know, sitting there talking to the dolls and all that type of stuff or whatever. So my son, when he's playing video games, mm-hmm. playing type of stuff, he's either singing songs while he's doing that. He's having conversations with nobody while he's right. doing that. He's yeah. commentating on the game and all that. It's my, multiple that, stuff. Got to be doing stuff. Really? Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm saying. Just looking. Cause she, because um, a lot of times, you know, she would prefer, I guess, to play alone. A lot of times, mm-hmm. you know, the kids are outside. Eventually, she'll come back and play with her other siblings. But most of the time, I think she enjoys this. Her almost like it seems like she's in her own world, her own reality. You know, it's just. And every now and then she will snap out of it. She'll come play with the others. You know, like, that's just, I think I need to get to, get to a point where we start to accept people for who God created them to be. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we have this image of who our, what our kids should look like or, you know, be yeah. like instead of allowing them to be unique. God yeah. designed them to be who they are. And he used everything in their life to develop them. You know what I'm saying? 
and I think it's our job as their as a, as a parents to help them, you know. Yeah, because my son got certain, that, my like, son got certain characteristics like me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's cool, bro. You would think he's mine. You would think he's my yeah. That's what's up, my bro. actual. He got some that's certain dope. characteristics like me. Like when he stepping to a, like I was the same way. When I, I may act a certain way with the family and stuff like that, but let some let a crowd get around. Oh, I am the life of the party. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all I need is some people to amp me up or something like that. I feel I ain't one of those ones, you know, be all extra. All, you know, I need to feed off the, you know, the energy and the yeah. chakras and save your energies and chakras <laughs> and stuff like that. Do I feed off energy and stuff like that? Sure, but save all that extra yep. universal talk. Like yeah. I don't miss me with that, you know, in the universal line itself, and when you grab the lower chakra and then you. No, I ain't grabbing nothing. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear all that. Okay, I just like being around people. It it gives me a boost of energy or something. Like yeah, that. you know, I remember I remember asking my mom that before, man. You know, I remember asking my mom that before. I heard my brother and them talking about something before. They found something at a we were at a friend's house before and they found something. You know, I remember my brother. Talking about it, whatever they was talking about it. And I remember asking my mom and dad. I just said, I remember asking my mom and dad. I was like, mom and dad. I was like five at the time. Maybe six. I think I was five, though. I said, what? what is a condom? You know, a five-year-old, six-year-old asking the parents that, you know, they, what they, they don't want to talk. <clears throat> That's how I remember asking, that's something you don't need to worry about. Well, I think they asked me where I heard that from. And I said, yeah, we were here and. I heard them talking about it over there. So, okay. Then my uh, my aunt and my cousins come over, you know. They didn't give me the answer I want. So I just bust up in the room. Bust up in the front room as soon as they came to the door. Hey, everybody know what a condom is? <laughs> Did you get your answer? <laughs> nah. Damn. I got fussed at getting the room. All that type of stuff. I had to go sit in the room with my dad, stuff like that. Go in there, sitting quiet and stuff like that. Let him fussing me a little bit. Stuff. I didn't know what I was doing wrong, but I'm just saying. The so energy funny, type dude. stuff like that or whatever. That's the party people stuff like that or whatever. For instance, like, I could kind of be cool, calm, reserved. When I get around certain people, I love to crack jokes and stuff like that or whatever. Here's, here's the thing about me that people don't know. I'm not going to use the word amazing. But I'm a pretty darn good dancer. I got rhythm. You got rhythm? Hey. I got rhythm. I'm a pretty darn good dancer. Come on, bro. No lie. Here's the reality, though. I kind of keep that stuff myself. I'm really doing a little bit too much. But two of my homies, if you bring them around, it's a, it's it, a wrap it's for a me. Rap. It's a wrap for me. They're my fire starter. <laughs> They're my fire starter. If you put, if you put me, Bub, and AG in the same room, those my other two homies, AG and Bub all that. AG yeah. like real close homies stuff like that. Bub, Bub, me and him don't see eye to eye on stuff over there. We kind of joke with each other stuff like that. But me and Bub, we always gonna be friends for something. As long as we don't cross each other wrong over there, we should always be friends with stuff over there. He does some stupid stuff that gets on my nerves, especially when it comes to fanhood and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, man, like I love him because it's like we, the, it's just silliness all the time. Yeah, that's what's up, bro. Me and him, like the silliness and stuff like that. And me and AG. That's a true brotherhood. We've been through some ish together. Okay. You know, it usually always centered around relationships. Anytime I was in a bad relationship, this nigga was in a bad relationship. Yeah. And all we had was each other just kind of talk through it and stuff like that. And it seemed like it never failed, dog. Every time stuff went bad for his, something went bad for mine or whatever. We was like, what was... So that was something that always connected us. Okay. You know, also play basketball together and stuff like that or whatever, you know. So that's how our connection grew. Yeah. That's what's up, bro. And kind of, we still just talking about that through years. But like I say, if I get together with hmm. them, mm-hmm. oh, the party done got it's turned up. It's a wrap now. It's a wrap now. I'm, I'm, yeah. the gloves is off. Hey. We, 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 you got serving this mug. Yeah. Give me your best three. You put that Michael Jackson glove on, <laughs> yeah. man. Give me your best three. You put that Mike glove on. Yeah, yeah it's over. Give me oh, your yeah. best three. We about to battle it out now. <laughs> that That's kind so of thing. funny, man. But, so, um, I guess another thing I just want to add, um, I guess I'm in the same boat with you, and you know I'm still I'm learning um, mm-hmm. how to deal graciously with not just her but all of my children. You know, yeah, um, to be a better father, man. Because all um, of yours, you have well, you have five, so there's a chance that all of them may be different. There's a chance that 
one or yeah, two maybe every the same. Kid, they're all different. Dude. See, they're all and um. So now you're juggling five different personalities. Well, yeah. one is one right now, right? The, the youngest two is two are like the one that's going to be adopted is one, and the we got one that's a biological. And he's one. So we got. Yeah, so he babies. just made one, but so the one that was adopted isn't one. She's yet. one. Oh, okay, I thought so. She's like a couple more. Oh, they're going to be adopted. Okay. Yeah. 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 But um, and <clears> I think it uh it helps us. To keep into perspective the way God is gracious with with us and how God parents us mm-hmm. with all our difficulties, you know, um, you know, mm-hmm. it just makes me really just think about, you know, how I should be patient with my children. I should be loving. I should, you know, be able to um, lovingly talk them through things. You know, when it comes to discipline, mm-hmm. um, I may need to spank. I mean, I, we we do spank. You know what I'm saying? But um. I do know, you know, man, how does God, you know, deal? How does God, I mean, the Bible talks about God discipline, disciplines those whom whom we love, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's something that I always keep in mind. Yep. When it comes to disciplining my kid and parenting my kids, like, how does my God, you know, I know my God is so gracious towards me, you know, Mm -hmm. patient, you know, and, we should reflect that as fathers, you know, because they're going to look at us and we should be like uh, the way we love them should be something that testifies on how God loves us, you know, and they should be able to see that in us. Like, this is how this is how God and I've learned is more. in a human I, sense. Like, you I, know, I've learned more. I need to talk to talk more. So that's why I talk yeah. to my little boy. More. God talks to us. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> so. And I guess on one more thing that's affected me. Um, with having a daughter who may struggle with some things with mentally, whatever, mm-hmm. it it gives me a different perspective on how I treat others who may who are different, yeah. who are unique. You know, um, yeah. I mean, I work around guys who um, I think a lot of times can come down hard on people who are different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Who may stand out? Who may do weird things? You know? Well, and, um, I. My my cousin that I grew up with, uh, he's a month older than me. He was autistic. Okay. So I'm not sure how far on the spectrum he was. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he was like you knew it. You know. Mm. So say it's more severe than definitely more severe than your daughter. Cause I seen your daughter, I seen I job or something like that. My cousin, different. So I was around it, so I kind of knew how to interact with it. But the thing was is, in a sense, reminded me of, remember Tom Cruise, Dustin Hoffman, Rain Man? Yeah, i never seen the movie, man. Okay, I've how smart Rain Man was? Like, yeah. my cousin was smart like that. Dog, his memory was insane. Mm. And how smart he was was insane. That man, you know... Go, he like to play the video games, but he'll just go to NBA Live, you know, he'll just trade players all day. I mean, you tell me about that. <clears throat> but the way he would do it over there, just remember what players goes on one team, stuff like that. Insane. Just watching him to work the control and go. But that's the thing. Kids who own the autism space, stuff like that, there's certain things that they're just so smart in the way their brain functions. We look at them as different. Dog, they own it. That's why sometimes kids. I remember a uh, church that I was previously at, one of the kids was, you know, uh, autistic. Mm-hmm. Um, older kid now, yeah, he's a man now. He should be in his 20s, you know. But uh, uh, him and his sister were twins, if I'm not mistaken. Um, she, I don't think it was autistic because she could kind of function. You know, she'd be in class function, stuff like that. But him, he was autistic. When I tell you video games, he gonna dig in your head. <laughs> Cause that's where his mind is and where it is. And like when they know something, they know it. Like my son yeah. be asking me to play video games sometimes. And like back then in high school, like with Nintendo GameCube and all the power nine, like I used to be the man in Super Smash Brothers. Come on, man. Like he be wanting me to play Super Smash Brothers or not, he be busting my head. Come on. Yeah. Wow. You know, that's funny. He done figured out moves and how to grab this and stuff Come like on, that bro. or whatever. 
But then wow. what he got to do? He got to talk trash to him in the process. Talking trash. Come on, man. <clears throat> Chauncey Gardner. Chauncey Gardner. <clears throat> I don't mean liking that. You got to talk trash, daddy. I will turn this game off. I will Come show on, man. That's hilarious, dude. So, <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah. Even though I found a person recently that I can beat him with. Uh oh. Still. I'm going to talk about that. That's what's up, bro. So, yeah, it's just the way that mine works. So, I will look into it. Um, and talk to you I just kind of mentioned to her is just kind of what I said stuff like that just yeah, as far as what I learned I, and stuff like that I'm thinking about getting um, putting her in some kind of music I think it'll, it'll do her it'll be good for her and a metronome just to slow yeah. it down though that's what we're going we've been, I we've been f- talking about it actually I gotta figure that out with him I think I'm gonna maybe get him one for Christmas or something like that awesome yeah figure that out yeah cool deal man so last question I forgot to ask Zero or whatever since we're talking about our kids and stuff or whatever um, I'll see. I was just coming at something, you know. It ain't no big deal over there. Some people do it or whatever, you know. Did y'all do? Did y'all do anything for Halloween? Like, did you let them go to a, a harvesting? Oh, or, we went trick or treating, yeah. man. Okay, in, in the neighborhood. Okay, they, you know how some people up. be kind of against stuff like that, you know, and the whole y'all celebrating Halloween and. I, <laughs> I to be like, yo, why is this still? Why is this still yeah. a discussion with anybody? Come on, man. Some people gonna do it. They they don't look at it for the same things. Like, man, I mean, they so. say Halloween is where the demons roam the earth. Hey, I'm sorry to tell you this, but demons roam the earth 365 days a year, 366 <laughs> on a leap year. Nah, just on, on October 31st, bro. No. You, know <laughs> you didn't know that? They got calendars. Like, okay, it's our time to go, guys. Let's roll. Yeah, yeah oh, but man. it's the. You know the, the 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 Satanists and stuff. They really into it and doing all this and that and stuff like that. You know what else Satanists into? Birthdays. Why? Oh my God. That's one of their favorite holidays because it's full of self. So, <laughs> right there, you go. Yes, but that does not stop you from celebrating no, your birthday, does it? No. See? I find it, man. It's a good time to get out there and get to know. Like people don't know their neighbors, man. It's a good time to get to know, walk around. Mm-hmm. And vibe with people, bro, that you probably never yeah. met before. You know, like, man, I can get to know my neighbors, and Halloween is a good time. Now, what I let what, what my kids you know? dress up as, you know, evil witches or ghouls or something like that, something no, demonic like that? I nah. Wouldn't. My son trying to save the world in a Fortnite outfit, man. I That's get it. it. You my, know? My, my son was, uh, I had a Spider-Man and Superman, bro. You can't go wrong with Spider-Man and Superman, man. You can't. You know? Like, thing is, come I, on. I, 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 I've never my conscience has it doesn't bother me. I mean, if some if their conscience bothers them, yes, don't do it. And I get it. I'm cool yeah, with if it. your conscience bothers you, you can pick them on that. Cool. That's fine. If you want to say it's pagan practices, cool. Dude, just know everything. Just about everything that comes associated with our life, we worship on Sundays. Sundays, pagan Sundays, sun god. Everything we do, or you can argue, in some shape or form has some sort of uh paganistic well, people, value attached to it. bring that up about Christmas too. Yeah. You know, but we can get into that one day. Newsflash guys, we know Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. Newsflash guys, we know that Jesus isn't the white Jesus that y'all trying to say this also. We know this. We know that he wasn't born on December 25th. Mm-hmm. We know that as far as the pagans, as far as they celebrated around that time. And yes, from a Christian standpoint or a church standpoint, they adopted to celebrate around that time. Yes, we understand this. We know this. We know that Jesus is probably more so born in the springtime, more so maybe around March or April. Or their calendar wasn't going to be different. Yes, we know all this. Guess what, guys? Shut up. We don't care. It's not that important. <laughs> it's bringing the hype. For real, though, man. It's, it's not that important, guys. You know what's important is the sacrifice he made, what he did on the cross. Simple as that. That's what's important to us. Yeah, those, those things are. That's essentials. That's milk or other stuff, bro. But yo, if you if you got that conviction, hold it to your conviction. Yeah. Paul talks about that a lot too, man. Just yeah. If it bothers you, don't do it, man. Just don't try to rain on my parade, man. Let yeah. me do it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, people create stuff in their minds and they, I guess, put it as yeah. as law. You yeah. know, like this is a no, this is how it should be. Because I can't the Bible how the Christmas tree is pagan. Like, oh my gosh. Yes, I can't. I get it. That has pagan notes or something like that. Yes, it, I understand. It, it, but it really don't, though. That's the thing. They go to Jeremiah. Jeremiah. I was about to say, Jeremiah. It's not, though. They're not talking about Christmas tree, man. Yeah, but they made it to fit that, though. 
Yeah, like a lot of yeah, that's it's common. They made it to fit that. But I tell I tell you one thing, y'all don't fuss about. I tell you one thing, y'all don't fuss about. Y'all sure don't fuss about Thanksgiving with your fat sales and greedy sales. (laughs) You don't fuss about that. That's one of the worst. (laughs) That's one of the worst. Yeah, but you don't sit there. You want to bring up the Christmas stuff and the Halloween stuff, but I bet on Thanksgiving you sitting there passing me, uh, grabbing two scoops of peach cobbler, some sweet potato pie, Pat LaBelle, thirty rolls, Pat LaBelle pie, sweet potato pie, man. Is it good like that? I never tried it. It's very sweet. I heard it's okay. (laughs) It's all right, my mom. I think my mom had it last Thanksgiving, bro. Okay, I'm just I'm just using my mom's sweet potato pie. Give me hers, man. I don't need to get all that. I don't need Patty. Uh, Rather my mom's. Who with Patty LaBelle? I mean, I just rather my mom's. Patty got hits, bro. I thought she was about to go to Patty. <laughs> does have hits? Patty she ain't got twenty. Versus. Wait, Patty did one though. Patty and Gladys Knight was uh like they other. did a versus. Yes, Them old people. Man, that was early in quarantine. That was when people were starting to uh, meet together and stuff they like that. Sit down somewhere, hey man, bro. don't disrespect. No, uh, don't do Ooh. that. That's well, that's just, that's the grandmother's other. That's grandmother's of this thing, yeah, man. Shaka Khan up in his mug, bro. Shaka was hard. Yo, like Shaka. Shaka was hard, but come on, dog. Gladys, come on, man. Gladys. I ain't saying nothing wrong, with Gladys. I like. Just Gladys. saying. You want to talk about some hits? Shoot. <laughs> and her and the pips. Gladys. Nice Gladys has pips. some hits. Midnight Train to George. Gladys yeah. got some hits. Patty got some hits too, though. Patty got me. I just, it was weird though. Patty would get older and she started to make songs about sex. Like, 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 like. Well, she did that uh, as we slept the night away. Did she? Talking about a, yeah. Talking about a. a, a as having, we lay, she did that? Having a, an affair. Yeah, because Kelly Price did the. Uh, a remake. Remake of. I Patty think, remade it too? No, actually, it was um, Shirley Murdoch. Yeah, she was the original one. Shirley Murdoch was the original. Okay. Oh, and since you want to sit here and bring that up, but you sitting there talking about Whitney earlier, saving all my love. Do you what? know what that song was about? Okay, man. Okay. Do you know what that song was about, son? Here's the thing. She saving her love for somebody, man. What? Yes, somebody who's already got dog on take it. Ah. <laughs> Leave Whitney alone, man. She ain't okay. Nah, man. Whitney got Leave my Whitney, huh? We need a hits, man. I'm good with him, but come on. That's the thing, hey, though. The stuff that we used to listen to and heard when we was younger, that oh we had no gosh, idea. We had no idea. And then as you get older, like, for instance, dog, it's no reason 12-year-old me should have been listening to a lot of the Masterpiece Dude. songs. But a lot of the No Limit songs, like, no reason 12-year-old me should have been listening to the songs of funk pushing inside of you. Pushing inside <laughs> I'm just saying, of you. No. I love no. Fuck. What? That one hit? That one hit? Every the hood loved that song. Everybody loved that song. No, thank you. That's what I'm saying. But we should. No reason we should have been listening to that song. You know know about that song, the funk man. No reason we should be listening to that song. That song still still slapped to this day. Man, I was singing uh, as a kid. I remember singing like, man, Silk was big too. Yeah, See, I'm talking about R&B me? group that freaked me, baby. Yeah, let me get up in that. Why am I singing this? Why are they playing seven this and on eight. the radio? Like, yes, let me. All right, come on. What's the boys' man song? I'll make love to you. Why do okay, you know okay, the that words better, to that? That was better than freak me because they could have been talking about they wise man. They were more wholesome, I think. Yeah. Yes, Plus, they you know, they where, they weren't as explicit. Yeah, sure. It's silk, man. You already what? What was control. my What was my one? Hey, what about H Town Boys, man? Knocking the boots. Somebody rocking, knocking yeah. the boots. Yeah. My song was um, Jodeci, freaking you. Why? I'm eight. Like eight or nine. Love that song. Jodeci was the man, dude. I absolutely love that song. What's another one I'm thinking of? Since you brought up H Town or whatever. They like it slow. Like so. That's. That's what I'm saying. I, I see, we I, should I, not I, have been I, listening I, I, to these. See, I like the emotions, but they had I don't know if they had anything to do with it. Just emotions was period. overrated to me. People love that song. Yeah, I, I know. So what? Throw me under the bus. I get it. Emotions what? was overrated to me. A thin line. 
Then they sing that one. I mean, it wasn't their original. I don't think it was their original song, but they did do a remake. They remade it because it was on the thing on uh, between Love and Hate soundtrack. Uh, yeah, I, lo- I love Ace. Ace Town. Who, Wars, who's man. song? God, who's on that song with him? I forgot. Knocking the boots. Got that involved. Yes, I did What's the Are name? Are you talking about uh, girl girl groups now? I'm just saying some of them. You know. What's that one? They had one that was on set at all. One See, was, I was just thinking about the set of our soundtrack. Huh? In Vogue, that's what's it going to be. What's it going to be? Yep. Yeah. I was on the set of soundtrack. Because set of soundtrack, they had the Bone Thugs and Harmony song, Days by Lives. Yeah. That song was hard. Oh, yeah, like a hard, bro. I think that might be Bone's best song they ever made. Come on. Oh, yeah. That one hit. What else I'm thinking about? Dang, it just... Yeah. A song back then, we so, didn't really catch it. Yeah. Because we were a little bit younger. We were young. These are early 90s years, bro. But Key, I, key I had just Sweat. Key uh, Sweat. Yes. Yeah. Hits. Yeah. Couldn't sing, but he had hits, though. Yeah. Him and Bobby did the verses. You know about that one? Him and Bobby Brown, they went against each other in verses. You didn't see, know Bobby about that? Brown was a, See, New Edition, that was my. I like, absolutely love New Edition. Man. Mm-hmm. I love Bobby Brown too. Yeah, Bobby had some hits too. I, I probably don't know say one album though. He had when like, Babyface was writing them hits for him. Um, which one? Which album that was? Um, oh my gosh, man! What, what album that was? Bobby's like his well known. Is the album with Tenderoni on there? Not, yeah, it's every little step, man. Every little step. Mm-hmm. Don't be cruel. What's the name of the album? I love that album, dude. Maybe he had that, uh, I don't care, this song is still a hit. I like If It Ain't Good Enough. Nah. You, you, miss, you, you missing the one. It's going to come to me. It's going to come to me. Wait, it was on this uh, Don't Be Cruel album? Mm-mm. I'm going to get, I'm going to. Humping Around. On Our Own. Come on, man. I think that's it. The song on our own? That was on uh If it's the one on the Ghostbuster soundtrack. Boom. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. Hit. Hit. Yeah. I was trying to remember the name of it. I was playing in my head just now, but I was trying to remember the name of it. That one. Hit. Man. Yeah. We go way like high five. Troop. Man, all them. Yeah. See, that's a whole nother discussion. That's a whole yeah. conversation, bro. Like, but one of the songs I was thinking about, I remember I was thinking about this at work. Actually, last night, I was like, yo, like some of the stuff I said, how it would have played as far as today at social media age, and I will we'll leave it on this note. We've been, we can keep going all day about this. But do you remember that song, Ghetto Twins? Responsibility? No, I don't. That was about bad baby fathers. And it was like, if social media would have been around at the time when that song had came out and stuff like that, oh, they would have bad, blew up. Bad baby. Bad, what? What you said? Mm-mm. It was about bad baby fathers. Bad baby fathers. Okay. Yeah. I, I was like, bad baby. <laughs> like, you out here trying to do all this, you have responsibility at home. You have okay. a girl, you got a kid. But you sitting there trying to do all Like, here's the thing. Who was the, Here's um, the thing. Ghetto Twins. Yeah, Ghetto Twins. Used to be on Rapping Lab. Okay, I got it. Yeah, it was two black chicks. Twins. I got it. Here's the crazy thing, dog, about that song. And they, they, they can actually rap, too. They were vulgar, but they can actually rap, too. Here's the thing, though. That song was hard, but dudes didn't want to play it. And you know the the problem was? The dudes who didn't want to play it? Let's be honest, though. The dudes who didn't want to play it was Deadbeats. They were Deadbeats, yeah. They was that song was convicting to them. Because they were talking right there directly to them. Wow. <clears throat> it's crazy yeah yeah man we gotta have a segment on on 90s yeah R&B. we can do that one day yeah, that's my 90s R&B now we gonna have to do 90s music in the, in the caps in the, in the whole I'm talking about early 90s I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying We no we gonna do a whole 80s and 90s we just gonna start ranging them off we just gonna go down memory lane cause one thing I'm gonna tell you right now is I understand that they are a legendary group and I'm talking about rap right now I understand they are a legendary group they are iconic they are pillars to what it is to be hip hop part of culture and all that. I just wasn't crazy about Wu Tang. 
Now, Method uh, Man, I always loved Method wow. Man. Like, individually, mm-hmm. Method Man, Ghostface, Ray, like, animals. Mm. But just collectively as a group, I wasn't crazy about them. I wasn't crazy about them. I, I never cared for Rizzo either. Jizza? Mm. I used to like Jizza? You know, Liquor Swords? Like, right. individually, I liked them more than collectively. Oh, wow. But Meth, to me, was always that guy. Meth was a dude. Meth was that guy. I don't know if you... Well, I don't know if you watched the Wu Tang American Saga, the show that comes on. It's a Hulu. It's a it's, it's like a, a documentary. No, they have documentaries, but this is a scripted show. It has actors playing certain people, like the rapper Davies. He plays Method Man. Okay. Um, yeah, I never. Um... The dude, um, he was on Dope. Uh, that that movie called Dope. Yeah. Shameek Moore. Okay. The one who he does the voice of Miles. Miles Morales and Spider-Man okay. into the universe. Gotcha. Into the Spider-Verse, I mean. Right. He plays Raekwon. Okay. Like, he does well, wow. you know, playing there. So, yeah, the dude who plays Rizzo, oh, gosh. And I like the way he acted in uh, Equalizer 2 with Denzel, but, yeah, uh, I can tell that Rizzo was just an annoying guy, you know. But when I saw that ball, throw that ball. Yeah. When I saw him throw that throw ball, that ball. <laughs> I told you, man. What? Throw that ball. I told so you, he threw that ball, man. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, man. Hey, man. Me and Mark, we about to get out of here, man. Um, we just hope that y'all can kind of just take what we said, you know. And if you're struggling with some things as far as parenting and things of that nature, you know, um, we hope that you can kind of hear what we said and maybe just you know, possibly use it for good, man. You know, um, understand that there's different ways to parent. Um, and don't let your frustration and rage overtake you, especially mm. when you're parenting. Like, be loving and be patient with your kid, just like God has been loving and patient with you, even if you might not be in that arena yet where you've submitted your life to him or anything like that. He's still loving and patiently yeah. waiting for you. The, uh, extend slow. that same grace. I was thinking of being, uh, they say God is slow to anger. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we should be slow to anger. Slow to anger. Slow to anger. And I'm man. learning that. Sometimes, be, hey man, what you do? But it's like, oh, it's easy. Yeah. It's easy to do that, but the, it's not the best way. Love your kids. Let your kids always know that they're loved. Let them always know that they're appreciated, man. So, on that note, we'll see y'all when we see y'all. We love y'all. Thank y'all. Peace. Peace out.